0: It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction Company. Your place for residential projects to snow removal. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Bradfield. And, well, Brad, here we are putting this podcast together on Friday, March the 4th. And the snow cover in my neck of the woods, Northwest Connecticut, is once again melting. And, uh, you know, you just wonder at this stage of the season about snowfall extremes what might what could happen what's going on
1: well we always say about march dan it's sort of like four steps forward and three steps back well we're going to be walking forward this weekend uh, to start off though what a cold invigorating morning i was out with the dog between uh six and seven this morning dan and you know no matter how cold it is or no matter how snowy it is or whatever he brings me the ball and he wants me to throw him his ball so i threw him the ball and he was uh he was dancing across the snowscape we still have about um uh, two inches of snow, I'd say, here on the ground in East Windsor. And it was hard as a rock this morning. So I only had to sort of roll the ball and it would go 50 50 to 100 feet. But uh, anyway, it was 14 degrees out there, Dan, this morning. So that's pretty darn cold. When you consider the fact that on uh, March 4th, we should have a normal low temperature of 25 at Bradley International Airport, and an afternoon high temperature reading of 43. So let's call this day invigorating. And, you know, I said there were two inches of snow on the ground this morning. I thought I would look back at some of the snow data and see how we've been doing on snow cover. And Dan, snow cover is defined as an inch or more of snow on undisturbed surfaces. And at Bradley International Airport, they go out every morning at seven o'clock and take the reading. And so far in the month of March, we are four for four in days of snow cover because at Bradley this morning, uh, two inches of snow was measured on the ground at seven this morning. Now, during the month of February, to backtrack, we had nine days out of 28 with snow cover. Uh, The most snow cover was in the month of January when we had 13 such days with snow cover. And in the month of December, we had five days of snow cover. But the good news on that, Dan, is two of them happened to be Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So for the snow lovers, we kind of lucked out. So that was the uh, snow cover we've seen this year in 2021. 2022 and the teaser i'll give back to you here before we get into the uh the snow uh, extremes is winter is not over yet
0: Uh uh-huh that is a teaser winter not over yet i need you to explain that
1: well you're going to see what i mean by when we get to the uh on the weather map segment toward the uh, middle and end part of next week and even the week following and uh i'll just tell you that there's something suspicious up for St. Patrick's Day. So you might be doing the wearing of the green with some white on top. (laughs) Um, So we will discuss all these things as we go. But Dan, uh, you brought up the topic of the snow extremes, and I did a little bit of, of research on it. And I know we've talked on the podcast before, but in a 24-hour period, do you happen to know who has the record for a snowfall in the state of Connecticut?
0: I, I wouldn't even begin to make a well. I'll, I'll take a guess. I'll say it had to occur someplace in northwest Connecticut.
1: Well, that that's a that's a really good guess. But in the 24-hour period, we, we go back to the, um, the snowstorm that all of us remember uh, in February of 2013. So if we, if we set the clock back, what's that now? Nine years. We set the clock back to February of 2013. We had 36 inches of snow in a 24-hour period. And unbelievably, Dan... That was in Southern Connecticut. That was in Ansonia, Connecticut. Um, So there was plenty of Arctic air involved. So there was really no worry about elevation or, you know, the higher you go, the more snow, which is usually typically the case. But in this particular case, in a 24-hour period, the storm of February 9th, 2013, 36 inches of snow occurred in that 24-hour period period. Uh, in New Haven County, in in Ansonia. Now, in terms of Litchfield County, for the 24-hour snowfall, 30 inches, that was recorded at Falls Village, Dan, and it was recorded on February 10th, 1969. Now, you know what's interesting about that storm? Uh, I was um, in middle school at the time, and We had just had our February break. So the entire week prior, we had the week off from school for our February break. We went back to school that Monday morning and it started to snow and it started to snow hard. And I'm from Eastern Massachusetts, and that was known as the 100-hour snowstorm at Boston Logan Airport. It snowed for four days and four hours straight. Every observation for 96 hours was snow at Logan Airport. Now that storm still did some uh, some damage back here in Connecticut too. As I mentioned, that Falls Village storm uh, with 30 inches of snow recorded in one 24-hour uh, period. So I uh, to, to just expound upon that middle school story, Dan, the whole rest of that week, we, they, they brought us in on Monday morning. We were there for about two hours and it was snowing like crazy. <laughs> the buses came right back and took us home. We were out the whole rest of that week, too. So uh, for a kid, that was very, very thrilling. And Uh, kind of a lifelong memory. Now, you know, storms do not go by the clock. They don't say, okay, 24 hours, we're going to stop. So some storms spill over into two days. This is your storm, Dan, your hometown of Torrington, Connecticut. Any guesses?
0: Uh, I I, I wouldn't. I I remember my father, because we didn't have a, a, a snowblower, uh, shoveling snow that was at least waist high. So I'm going to say it happened at some time in the 60s. Oh, well,
1: I'm, I'm sure it might have. But th- I'm sure it might have because I remember such things back in the 60s as well. But the Litchfield County two-day snowfall was recorded in Torrington, and that was the super storm of March 1993. Remember th- that storm- re- that storm came up from Atlanta, Georgia yep. had like a foot of snow <laughs> in the middle of March.
0: Not only do I remember that, but I remember the, the once the snow was plowed, that the snow banks were going over the no parking signs and the signs that were, uh, you know, list, uh, that that are located on the on the sidewalks. And that's yeah. how high the snow banks were.
1: I remember a funny uh, picture that came in when I was working at NBC, Connecticut. Someone sent me a sign of, you know, up in the Berkshires, there's a little town called Florida, Massachusetts. And there was a sign that said, entering Florida. (laughs) And the storm was up to the entering Florida part of the sign. So it was like six, seven feet high. So that was was a very uh, funny uh, remembrance as well. The two-day record snowfall, though, in the state, is in Middlesex County, believe it or not. And that's in Middletown. And Dan, we were only young men back then because right. this was in 1888. <laughs> the blizzard of 1888. Oh, of course. Uh, Middletown, Connecticut had 46 inches in a two-day period. Now, how about these storms that stretch out more than two days? Three-day snowfall extremes. We have that same blizzard of 1888 giving a grand total of three. Fifty inches to Middletown. Wow! In that three-day period, and uh, uh, the Hartford County record for three-day snowfall is at Shuttle Meadow Country Club. Believe it or not, thirty inches of snow in 2013. And while I mentioned country clubs, uh, you know, Dan and I are talking about um, perhaps looking for sponsorships um, on the golf course this spring and summer. So, if anybody knows of any. Uh, Anybody that owns a golf course or is, uh, you know, in, in charge of the grounds there or whatever, and is interested in sponsoring the Bradfield weather podcast, happy to talk to you about that. Sure. So, uh, that's a little, little information. I, I looked at the climb. odan. Dan, I already told you on March 4th, 43 is the normal daytime high 25 is the normal overnight low. Thus far in 2022, so January, February, and the first few days of March, we're averaging about one degree above average per day, and we're averaging about two degrees below average per night. So uh, believe it or not, 2022 is a little bit colder than average overall to start off. Uh, In terms of snow, we have a deficit. We've had at Bradley now 26.3 inches of snow. compared to normal, what's normal by March 4th is usually 43 inches. So we are operating at a snowfall deficit. But when we get to the on the weather map and uh, computer models, Dan, we may make up some of that deficit and we uh, may end up with an average snowfall season after all.
0: You know, before we get to that, I think it's interesting to point out that even if we get a substantial amount of snowfall at this time of year, that sun is stronger so it the snow melts faster is what I'm trying to say.
1: No, absolutely, Dan. I you know I've not done any research on this or whatever, but I would submit to you uh, the 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 uh, my house faces directly south, so the front door faces directly south. So by contrast, the back door faces directly north. There is always so much more snow out the back door in the month of March. Then there is out the front door. So even if you have, I, I would, I would even say this to you, and and having done no research on it or whatever, the sun's angle is so much lower and so much less solar radiation in late December that I would submit that you could probably have a day where it's 42 in December melt less snow than a day that's 32. In late March, because you've got that, especially if you're out, if you, the snow is out in the sun, you've got that high solar angle. And once the, once the sun starts punching holes, you usually see the snow melt from the outside in. So you usually see it like around the edges of the driveway and then start melting in from there and, and so forth. So, uh, you know, you start punching holes in it. It goes pretty quickly this time of year.
0: It sure does. I want to talk a bit about McAllen Construction, underwriters for the Brad Field Weather Podcast. Brad and I are so honored to have McAllen Construction as part of the podcast. Centrally located and servicing the entire state of Connecticut for over 25 years, McAllen Construction is on call 24-7, 365 days a year. Woman-owned, a small minority business, McAllen Construction has been doing snow removal in addition to residential and commercial building projects for more than a quarter of a century. Utility construction, site work, water and sewer repairs, installation, and so much more. Call McCallum Construction today, 203-758-3474, 203-758-3474. Or go online, McAllenConstructionCT.com, McAllenConstructionCT.com. And remember, McAllen Construction also does snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. Okay, Brad, uh, we're putting this podcast together again on Friday, March the 4th. So let's take a look at our On the Weather Map segment.
1: Well, this afternoon, Dan, we're watching high pressure centered right over Delaware. So it's sort of uh, on our longitude. So there's not much in the way of wind. So even though we get off to that cold start today with a temperature reading of 14, that powerful March sun is going to work today, Dan. Even though the high temperature will only be in the 30s, so we're going to be below average again today. The average high is 43. With the fact that there's not much wind, it's going to feel like a really nice day out there. Now, as far as this weekend is concerned, Saturday is definitely the better day. The high is going to be centered from off the Delaware coast up to the New York-Canada border. So we're in for another cold night tonight. Temperature readings in the teens. So a sunny cold start to the weekend by Sunday, there'll be a storm system moving up through the UP of Michigan and a warm front, uh, kind of bombing through here. Once that warm front comes through all the snow on the ground, except snow piles will be gone on Sunday. Uh, it'll be a breezy and milder day with showers temperatures in the fifties. I wouldn't be surprised if someone tickled that 60 degree mark on Sunday. Only happens Sunday, though, because by Monday, the cold front comes back on through. So the temperatures start dropping on Monday. We will see a storm riding along the front uh, coming out of northern Arkansas, racing to the east-northeast towards southern New England. I think we'll see a period of rain on Monday. Tuesday, low pressure will be uh, located near Philadelphia in the morning, but it'll be moving out, putting an end to any of the precipitation. Wednesday, we will see high pressure over West Virginia. So, uh, you know, fairly quiet day, a fairly seasonable in terms of temperature. Thursday now, so almost a week from now, six days from now, we'll see a high over upstate New York first thing Thursday morning. But Dan, trouble will be brewing off to our south and trouble will be brewing off to our west. And by Friday, a week from today, we will see low pressure in northern Indiana, low pressure on the Virginia, North Carolina coast, and cold high pressure across central New England. So we started off by saying the month of March, you take four giant steps forward, then three giant steps back. On Sunday, you're going to think, oh, wow, we're in mud season. We've jumped four steps forward. All the snow's melting. The temperature's up near 60, but I guarantee you by next week at the same time, you're going to know we've gone four steps back.
0: Well, this is interesting because when we did last week's podcast, you mentioned watch for the date March 11th. Well, a week from when this podcast is going to be uh, broadcast is going to be Friday, March the 11th. So you're looking at the various models What's going on?
1: Well, I I am still talking that Wednesday, March 9th through Sunday, March 13th time. Look out. Look out. All right. Now, we'll start off with the Canadian model. We'll we'll just zoom ahead to next Wednesday, March 9th. I told you on the weather map, the high is over New York. We've got low pressure coming out of the Gulf of Mexico. But Wednesday, March 9th, is fairly tranquil. Now, what happens on Thursday, March 10th? That low in the Gulf of Mexico tracks up to the Atlantic City, New Jersey area, up the coast. And you know that can be a classic. Uh, The Canadian computer model gives six to eight inches of snow for northern Connecticut uh, Thursday, March 10th mainly rain in Southern Connecticut. Then, Dan, we've got a little bit of a lull on March 11th. And then on Saturday, March 12th, the Canadian computer model has another low pressure around Scranton, Pennsylvania, cold air over New England. And on Saturday, March 12th, the Canadian computer model is showing from uh, Saturday night March twelfth into Sunday morning, March thirteenth, another two to four inches of snow uh, across northern sections of Connecticut. I, I, you know, it's it's too early to say to the folks in New Haven and New London or Bridgeport or whatever. Oh, I think you'll get snow, or oh, I think you'll get rain. It's too early to say, but we do have a shot of snow, especially in the snowy places in Connecticut. And Dan, that means up toward you. So keep in mind, the Canadian computer model is indicating uh, sometime on March 10th, six to eight inches of snow, sometime on March 12th, maybe two to four inches of snow. That's the Canadian model. I then went ahead and looked at the GFS computer model. And the only teaser I want to give you about that is the Canadian model And the European model only go out 240 hours. So that's 24 times 10. That goes out 10 days. The GFS computer model goes out 384 days. And I teased about St. Patrick's Day and a little white on the green and all that. Well, Wednesday evening, March 16th into Thursday, St. Patrick's Day, the GFS on average is giving Connecticut, four to eight inches of snow. So, uh, you know, that's the interesting thing about the GFS model. The European computer model, Dan is indicating an Arctic blast coming in next weekend. So Saturday night, they bring the temperature down to 27. And you say, Brad, what kind of Arctic blast is that? Well, on Sunday, March 13th, they have the high temperature of 29. So in other words, the temperature does not go up on March 13th at all, despite the fact that we're in mid-March sunshine, despite the fact that by that time, the average daytime temperature should be 26. I mean, excuse me, 46. And only being 26, we're going to be like 20 degrees below normal. So there is a true Arctic blast coming. So Dan... You know, I, I, uh, turned on the, the morning news this morning and I saw, I'm not going to name who, but I saw one of the, the, the weathercasters saying, um, oh, you know, spring and blah, blah, blah. And I, sure. I mean, I, 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 I see Sunday. I, I don't, I don't see it a day that you'll be out dancing around because it's going to be raining, right. but, um, you know, it'd be 60 degrees or up in the fifties to near 60, but, When I look at these computer models, we we have a way to go. So uh, just in summary uh, of the computer model analysis, the Canadian gives us two snowstorms in the next 10 days. One, March 9th into March 10th. And they give about six inches plus to Northern Connecticut. And then um, Saturday night, March 12th, into March 13th so that's kind of coming with the Arctic outbreak the European is saying but then the the Canadian is indicating two to four inches of snow on that night the European is talking about the major Arctic outbreak where the temperatures will be running some 20 degrees below average per day starting next uh, su- is it Saturday yeah Saturday March 12th and Sunday March 13th. And then jumping ahead further into that second week, the GFS is predicting a St. Patrick's Day snowstorm. So the the, the whole theme of this is sure, you know, I'm pu- I'm starting to put on my baseball cap, Dan, because I'm uh, uh, one of the Granby uh, Varsity High School assistant coaches, and I am so excited. I did our um, pitchers and catchers report next Saturday. So I want the weather to start turning nice, too. But I'll tell you what, we we've got a ways to go.
0: I'm glad pitchers and catchers are reporting someplace.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we don't even want to discuss no. that. Dan. this has been a pretty upbeat uh, podcast right. to uh, try to get away from world news and try to get away from the, uh, the stupidity on both sides in baseball. We were talking off air about uh, 2020, no fans in the stands because of COVID now, 2022, there might not be any fans in the stands because of a strike. Uh, people are going to say, Hey, we can get by without watching major league baseball. And, um, uh, I invite anybody to come out to the Granby High School uh, baseball games and cheer on our squad.
0: And don't forget the yard Goats open up on April the 8th, so there will be minor league baseball in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah,
1: and minor league, Dan, in a very major league way. Yes. That is some ballpark yeah. there. And uh, I'll tell you what, um, I don't really swear on this podcast or anything, but I'll go this far and say they've got one hell of an announcing team. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> You and uh, Jeff.
0: Yeah, Jeff Dooley, the voice of the yard Goats. He and I have been doing games together now for more than 20 years. Can you believe that?
1: Wow, no. Yeah. Long time. You know, we're getting old, Dan, and time flies. Yeah,
0: that's for sure. And on that note, again, as we wrap up the podcast, putting it together on Friday, March the 4th, what does our immediate forecast look like?
1: A gorgeous afternoon, Dan. It'll be sunny with the temperature reading in the 30s. Cold out there tonight, midwinter cold, even though we're getting to very late winter temperatures in the teens, Saturday, March 5th, a mix of sun and clouds temperature between 38 and 44. Definitely the pick of the weekend, despite the fact that Sunday will be much milder temperatures way up into the fifties, but it'll be showery and breezy on Sunday. Monday, a period of rain with falling temperatures, 40s dropping into the 30s during the rain. Tuesday looks partly sunny, 40 to 45. And then Wednesday, sun followed by increasing clouds, temperature 40 to 45. And we're going to see what happens beyond that, Dan. And if, if the Canadian model verifies, I I and you will have a storm specific podcast coming up next Wednesday, because remember the Canadian says a snowstorm next Thursday. So uh, we will be of course, all over that.
0: We'll have you covered for sure. And on that note, uh, Brad, to you and our podcast audience, you and Sandy, your family, our podcast audience uh, have a tremendous weekend and, and pray for peace, my friend.
1: Oh, my goodness, Stan, you couldn't have said it better, and uh, love to you and Susan, and uh, thank you to all of our listeners.
0: Thanks, Brad. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by McAllen Construction Company, your place for residential projects to snow removal.